In this edition of Locked On Capitals, your Washington Capitals pick up the first win of the year as they take down the Montreal Canadiens by a score of 3-1. to one. And then the Capitals are set to sign a new forward. Who is that player? We'll talk about him next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form. So head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos, give it a thumbs up. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles, and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in in all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. So in this edition, your Capitals do take down the Canadians, the first win of the year by a score of three to one. And it's good to finally get that win for the Capitals, to finally get that monkey off their back. We'll talk about that in the show. And then the report from Elliot Freeman that the Capitals sign forward Sonny Milano. We'll talk about that. But first, just to get it going here, the Capitals do in fact pick up their first win of the year and a good feeling it was a different capitals team out there today they were driven um and they were just they were they were trying their hardest to win this game everything was kind of firing on all cylinders and it was a, an interesting game in the regard that alex ovechkin had that goal to start off the game that was then in fact overturned because it was offsides it was a game that saw anthony mantha get into a fight which was more clumsy than i care to talk about you know he is a big bulking guy but he doesn't really throw the fist down as well as Tom Wilson. But to see that, you know, that physical level there, and then just to see this Capitals team kind of just working together as a, as a unit. Uh, the word came out today that they were kind of mixing things up a little bit today. They had kind of mixed up the lines where it was Dylan Strom on the top line and Kuznetsov on the second line. And ultimately, that what that was there is that was uh, Peter Laviolette trying to shake things up a bit and trying to get some production. And mission accomplished because the uh, Caps pick up a really great win tonight. Needing a win of any kind after dropping the first two games of the season for the first time in nearly a decade, the Caps came through with a 3-1 to victory over the Montreal Canadiens on Saturday night at Capital One Arena, writes NBC, or excuse me, NHL.com. All of the Washington's offense came in a span of just over six minutes in the second period, erasing a 1-0 Habs lead after making a winner of Darcy Kemper, who earned his first win in a capital sweater with a 21-save effort. And he did play lights out. 
um, and it's really paying dividends. The capital's going out and signing a really great netminder. Um, there's a little bit more ease now when you have either, either Darcy Kemper or Charlie Lingren in net. Like we talked about there, uh, he did make 21 saves on 22 shots. So you really can't ask for anything more than that. Uh, the game also saw goals by Anthony Mantha, TJ Oshie, and a sweet goal by Connor Sheary. So just a real fun game to watch. It was a physical game. And then to end the game, they had it where it was Nick Dowd and TJ Oshie mixing it up with a bunch of Canadian players. So the, the emotions uh, were kind of boiling over in this game. And it was a game. Those kind of games are the fun ones to watch. Caps coach Peter Laviolette changed the complexion of three of his four forward lines at Saturday's morning skate to good effect in the game. Washington also won the special teams battle for the first time this season, ki killing off all three Montreal power plays without incident and getting its first power play goal of the season. So a lot of firsts uh, tonight. Um, and I think that those are the important building blocks that this Capitals team needs to use uh, going forward. You can't dwell too much on the fact that you started off 0-2. Now you have to concentrate on the fact that you did pick up that first win and, and you don't have to think about that part of it anymore. Uh, Coach Peter Laviolette uh, said that they, the team was playing well. He said it was tight out there, says Laviolette. I'm not sure if we're just in tight games right now or we're not generating enough. And so it was a grind, but the power play did a good job of moving pucks around. There was a lot of chances on the power play. And when we scored, they moved it around really well and generated looks from all over. That was really positive to see. And then, you know, it was kind of interesting. You almost saw Alex Ovechkin kind of venture over to the right side of the ice. So they're trying to give different looks um, to, for, for scoring opportunities on this team because, you know, like I talked about in yesterday's podcast, this team, um, to a certain extent, is getting to be pretty predictable. So they're trying to change the looks out there. But the games have been tight. We're playing it pretty tight, not giving up much. I don't think we gave up probably less than 10 chances tonight. And that's a good part of it. We just like to continue to pound on the offense for the first time this season the caps and their opponent played to a scoreless first frame the caps briefly appeared to have taken a one to nothing leave on on what would have been ovechkin's 781st career goal but montreal issued a challenge and the review showed alexi protus in ahead of the play nullifying the goal and there was really no question about it. If you saw it, Protus was way ahead and um, it was unfortunate. You know, I was watching that home with the kids and they're like, well, that's stupid. That didn't happen. I'm like, well, the rules are the rules. And that's what happened. It was the Habs who jumped out to a one to nothing lead at 201 of the first period when the Canadians captain Nick Suzuki executed the wraparound and threaded a shot through Kemper's pads. Not a lot Kemper could have done about that. The Caps killed off a penalty in the first period and had to kill off another, a tripping call on Sheary in the first half of the second. 16 seconds after Sheary exited the box, he scored to even the game at 1-1. One Connor Brown missed the net on the shot off the rush, and Trevor Van Riemsdyk kept it in on the right point, sliding across to Nick Jensen on the left side. Jensen found some running room and activated patiently, carrying down the right side before making a perfect feed to Shiri in front of the redirection to the shelf. I kind of got lost in their zone coverage recount, Shiri. Jens had the puck and kind of wheeled the zone, and they had a couple guys that were eyeing the puck, and I just snuck back door and was able to have a strong stick and Jens made a great play. And it was it was a, a good team victory tonight. Um, 
everyone kind of working together. This Capitals team was very hungry for their first victory. So it was a great uh, feeling that they were able to get that. After John Carlson kept the puck in the uh, Montreal zone at the right point, Strom issued a sublime backhand feed to Ovechkin, who let go a wrister from the high slot just above the circles. Oshie collected the rebound, and after his first stop, he collected it again and scored it to make it 3-1. to one. At 15:20, the Capitals' third goal in a span of six minutes and 18 seconds. The second period, we came out stronger, said Mantha. First period, we were kind of on our heels a little bit. We just decided to play faster, play smarter with the puck, chip it in and chip it out, and created some chances in the offense zone, and it paid off. And that's what I'm talking about. They were getting shots from all different points on the ice, and that's what was effective against that Habs team tonight. For the team to feel the winning feeling, it's big going forward, said Kemper. It's good for morale and confidence with the upcoming schedule here. And the Capitals are going to be busy. The upcoming schedule brings Boudreaux's Canucks here on Monday night to close out a quick two-game homestand. So a lot of games in a short period of time. And then the big news kind of came during the middle of the game. This was from Elliot Friedman. This particular article was in Washington Hockey Now. The Capitals sign Sonny Milano. The Washington Capitals will reportedly be adding another forward to its arsenal in Sonny Milano. Per Elliott Freeman, Washington is set to sign Milano to a one-year, one-way contract. He will need to clear waivers to start the year with the AHL's Bears. His deal will be worth $750,000 per Chris Johnston. Milano had signed a professional trial with the Calgary Flames after hitting free agency this offseason. However, he was released from that PTO prior to the start of the 22-23 campaign after going scoreless through four preseason games and having a so-so training camp in 66 games with the Ducks last season. The 26-year-old had 14 goals and 20 assists and 34 points. He also had good chemistry with Trevor Zegras. Milano, a 2014 first-round pick, has 81 points in 197 career NHL games. So a depth signing is what I'm going to go ahead and call that one. I don't really know what they saw in that particular deal there, uh, but some depth. You know, the Capitals have had injuries, and, you know, there could be COVID in, in the fall. You never know what's coming. You know, injuries, I would say, are the biggest thing, or poor play, so you can never really have enough depth. Is he going to ever see the light of the day with with cat with the Capitals? Who knows? But you know they got him for cheap seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which is a lot for me or you. But in hockey terms, that's not that much money. Uh, so, like I say, a good depth uh, signing at the end of the day, and um, you know maybe there are bigger plans for him down the line. I, I guess I don't really know. It is a name I've heard before. Don't really know a whole lot about him, but you know again some good depth bargain shopping for him you know, in case whatever happens this year, you've got to really kind of be prepared for everything. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen today. Now make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone bring you the fantasy edge and keep you ahead of the competition with daily updates of news, analysis, and advice Monday through Friday. Available on YouTube, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. So once again, thank you for joining me on this postcast edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.